Good afternoon. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been presented with some encouraging news regarding the progress of two safe and effective COVID-19 vaccines that could be ready to be distributed to a small and initial group of the public as soon as the tail end of this year. Well, there's nothing tangible yet suggesting when a vaccine could be widely available to all who would take it. There is light at the end of the tunnel. However, that tunnel is long. And Montana and most other states are squarely in the middle of it. Hello and welcome to the Flathead Beacon podcast. I'm Andy Viano, and that was Governor Steve Bullock, who at a press conference Tuesday afternoon in Helena announced the most significant statewide action to control the spread of the coronavirus since at least July. And on this week's show, I'll play more from Governor Bullock's press conference and let him walk through all of the new measures that will go into place on Friday all of which comes in response to the explosive growth of COVID-19 throughout the state. Flathead County remains one of the hot spots in Montana. And later in the podcast, I'll bring you the latest information on the outbreak in Northwest Montana and run through the other big stories from the last seven days. First, a reminder that this podcast and all of our work is made possible by the generous members of the Flathead Beacon Editors Club. Club members pay as little as five bucks a month to drive our in-depth reporting even further and are eligible for some great perks, too. To learn more about the club or sign up today, check out BeaconEditorsClub.com. All right, let's turn our attention back to Helena, where Governor Steve Bullock took to a podium on Tuesday afternoon to address the state. And he began by describing the situation in Montana as it stands right now with 543 people already dead from COVID-19 and nearly 20,000 cases active statewide. While we continue to do everything that we can to try to find ways to supply needed resources such as medical staff, we must find a way collectively as Montanans to make it through these coming winter months. We need all Montanans to recognize that there's a lot of community transmission out there. And your risk of becoming infected with the virus increases the more that you engage in gatherings of any kind. When more Montanans become infected with the virus, more people are taken out of the workforce due to quarantine or isolation, straining businesses and at times closing their doors. And when more Montanans become infected with the virus, hospitalizations and deaths increase. Our healthcare systems eventually will not be able to sustain this rate, particularly as we see resources becoming limited nationwide. We need Montanans to stay at home as much as possible, limit their outings in public, wear a face covering when out in public, and limit gatherings particularly as we enter into the upcoming holiday season. With that in mind, the governor announced what action he and his administration would be taking this month. Beginning this Friday, November 20th, I will be implementing a new set of public health measures in our state to help reduce possibilities for transmission of the virus 
out in our communities. First, I'll be expanding the statewide mask directive or requirement to cover all counties, regardless of the number of active cases. At this time, there are now just two of the state's 56 counties in which the mask requirement does not currently apply to. We've used masks to protect others from this virus for months. By catching the respiratory droplets that contain COVID-19, cloth face coverings stop the virus from spreading to our neighbors and our loved ones, and those who we might come in contact or come into close contact with. As the months have worn on, uh, we've also been learning more about this virus. And recently, the Centers for Disease Control emphasized new studies and expanded its guidance showing the cloth face coverings also provide some protections for the wearer. So that to maximize the benefit of mask wearing for yourself and others, it's important that we universally wear masks in public places across our state and around others outside of our households. My mask protects you and your mask protects me. And if we all mask up, we have a much greater likelihood of reducing transmission of this virus and indeed slowing the spread. Re-emphasizing and expanding the mask mandate he put in place in July was not Bullock's only move on Tuesday, though. He went on to outline another measure somewhat similar to some of the restrictions that were put in place all the way back at the start of this pandemic in March and April. Uh, beginning this Friday, November 20th, Restaurants, bars, breweries, distilleries, and casinos will be required to operate at no greater than 50% of normal operating capacity and to close no later than 10 p.m. This is similar to some of the uh, restrictions already in place in Missoula, Gallatin, Cascade, and Butte Silverboat counties. Tables must be limited to six people per table, reduced down from the current statewide requirement of no greater than 10 people per table. Establishments must provide for six feet of physical distancing between groups. These businesses will be required to close their doors and have all patrons out by 10 p.m. There would be one more restriction set in place by Bullock and one that will be of particular interest to residents of Flathead County, where county leaders have voted down numerous attempts to limit the size of allowable public gatherings. Also beginning on Friday, all public gatherings and events statewide will be limited to 50 to excuse me, 25 individuals where it's not possible to practice social distancing or where social distancing is not being practiced. If you're planning an event with greater than 25 people, as always, you should consult with your local public health office on a plan to implement adequate social distancing. This directive that we're putting in uh, does not alter the existing directives for public and private K-12 schools or provide further restrictions on houses of worship. Though this group size limit applies only to public gatherings and events of more than 25 where social distancing 
isn't possible or observed, I urge Montanans in the strongest terms to limit their involvement uh, in any in-person gatherings of 15 or more people, including private gatherings inside a home. Such gatherings are a significant contributor to the spread of this virus. All of the restrictions enacted by the governor will go into effect at 5 a.m. on Friday, November 20th. And to help the people and businesses who might be impacted by the new rules, Bullock also announced that the state will offer another $75 million worth of stabilization grants to already vetted businesses that have previously received assistance. And another $25 million will be allocated to those people who are unemployed as a result of the outbreak. We're all sick of this virus. We all have to collectively recognize that this virus won't stop spreading through our communities at any time soon, unless we take active steps to stop its spread. The responsibility for doing that rests with each and every one of us. You can read more about Bullock's announcement and catch up on all of our COVID-19 coverage right now at flatheadbeacon.com. Now, here are the biggest stories from the last seven days as of 9 p.m. on Tuesday, November 17th. New cases of the novel coronavirus continue to rise unabated in Flathead County, with nearly 900 new cases detected here in the last week. More than 5,700 people have been infected since the start of the pandemic, with almost 2,000 of those new COVID-19 cases just this month. The exponential growth has thankfully not matched the number of hospitalizations or deaths reported in the county in November, however. Hospitalizations have remained relatively stable, typically between 25 and 30 people, and Flathead County has not reported a single death since October, although the statewide death toll has grown rapidly in recent weeks. Flathead County's worsening situation has put pressure on the healthcare system, on long-term care facilities, including the Brendan House, which is operated by Kalispell Regional Healthcare, and has also strained resources at local schools, leading to some fully remote teaching in Columbia Falls and just outside of the Flathead at Libby Middle High School. Speaking of COVID-19, a Flathead County District judge denied the state of Montana's attempt to punish five local businesses who were allegedly in violation of Governor Bullock's July mask directive. The five, Sykes Diner, Scotty's Bar, Ferndale Market, the Remington Bar, and Your Lucky Turn Casino, were in Judge Dan Wilson's court last Thursday and they argued they had made a, quote, reasonable effort to get employees and customers to wear masks, which is all that the directive requires. The state, meanwhile, said that multiple inspections of the businesses revealed few, if any, masked employees or customers, and said that it was highly improbable that many people had some type of medical reason to be exempt from the rule. Wilson, though, said the state could not prove that, or that the businesses were being willfully non-compliant, and that the way the directive was written offered little in the way of enforcing the measures anyway. The request for injunctive relief was denied, and Wilson cautioned that the state would not succeed if they chose to proceed any further with the case. 
Elsewhere, investigators are seeking information on two dead grizzly bears that were located near Big Fork on November 9th. The adult female and a cub were found on Bear Creek Road near Highway 83. The Montana Department of Fish, Wildlife and Parks released no information on the manner of their death. Grizzly bears in Montana are considered threatened by the Endangered Species Act, and killing or possessing any body parts from a grizzly bear is illegal. Anyone with information is asked to call an anonymous tip line set up at 800-847-6668. And finally, a Columbia Falls man is behind bars and facing up to 20 years in prison after he drove his 1995 Chevrolet Lumina through the Super One Foods grocery store just off Highway 2 at around 6 p.m. Thursday. Alan Roger Connor Jr. was arrested a short while later after he was found naked in the snow outside a nearby assisted living facility. According to charging documents filed in Flathead County District Court, Connor Jr. admitted to consuming large quantities of methamphetamine in the days prior to the incident that caused around $100,000 worth of damage inside and outside the store. Connor Jr. allegedly told investigators he drove through the Super One in an attempt to buy cigarettes for his girlfriend. That's our show for this week. If you're enjoying it, leave us a rating or a review and be sure to subscribe to the Flathead Beacon podcast on your podcast app of choice. And don't forget, you can read all of our work for free online at flatheadbeacon.com. Until next week, thanks for listening.